What's going on, everybody? This is take two. <laughs> uh, what a day, what a day. Yeah, what is going on, everybody? It's your boy, Rob, host of From My Experience Podcast. Hope you're feeling good out there. Hope you've been taking care of yourselves physically, mentally, and financially. FME underscore podcast on all your social media platforms, fan base, Instagram, Twitter, even though we don't be on there. Facebook. Don't forget about the Facebook group, group from My Experience Podcast. FMEpodcast.com is not up right now. I am waiting on a couple of touches on the new logo redesign, but most of it is done. I'm just waiting on that to come back in. The website will be back up where you can check out our blog. But uh, we're just going to continue with that series today and uh, get into a couple of topics, okay? headlines but if you type in LSU women's basketball the uh interesting that that just popped off on my phone uh I don't have any headlines today but shout out to LSU the LSU Tigers women's basketball team for winning that championship Excellent, ladies. Shout out to Angel Reese for showing that fierce, competitive nature. I don't know why people are hating on her. Fraud on people. I'll be down. I'll be down. I'll be down. If we take y'all seriously, we not. It's always a problem when black people do it. Always. Always an issue. Always looked at in a negative light. But when somebody else does it, oh, it's okay. They're competitive. They're fierce. Shut up. Okay? Shout out to y'all, man. All right. So... This series, Recovering from a Knockout. I started this series by accident. Look how informal I am. So I started this series a couple weeks ago talking about recovering from a knockout, which I refer to as a hard time in your life where something unexpected happens or even a tough battle you're facing and you lose. I took an L, you know what I'm saying? Go back and listen to uh, Knockout Recovery for that whole story. But I took an L last year. And it really derailed a lot of things, and I had to recover from that. I had to assess the damage, look around me, and say, "All right, what are we gonna do to get back out, get back out there, and continue to compete?" And it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. I had to make a lot of major life decisions, and I really had to assess my physical health, my mental health, and my financial health because those three things are important. I was on a very, 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 very rewarding health journey. When that happened, I was back in the gym. I was developing much better eating habits. I was looking almost as good as I did in high school. Like I was getting back to that size and that level of fitness. Then I fell off. Mentally, I was in a great space. Great space. Things were looking up. Just opportunities after opportunities presenting themselves. Just sitting there waiting like, come and get me. And um, yeah, that shifted as well. And then financially, I mean, you know when you go through a hard time, like your money, 
<laughs> pockets dead, bruh. So now I'm I'm recovering. I've I've settled in a good bit. Settled in a good bit. And the last episode I talked about, you know, physical care. Got back in the gym, went to the gym today, feeling good. We're gonna lose some more of this weight. I didn't balloon back up to where I was before. But uh the gym was also a great stress reliever for me. And it just felt good to be active and to look good and to have your diet together. It just changed my whole mood and everything like that. So, you know, at the end of every episode, I say take care of yourselves physically, mentally, and financially. So, as part of the part of the knockout recovery, you know, we talked about the overall knockout, what to assess, talked about the physical care. Now, let's talk about the mental care. This is going to be very brief. So, if you need a bunch of, hey, Rob, I'm down... Like I, I need I need to like a pep talk or something like that, talking about mental care or mental health. I don't see the need to do a big old episode like that because two things. One, I talked about it on episode 263, very, 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 very in-depth. So please, please, if you need more, go back and listen to episode 263 called Wave the Green Flag. Green flags, uh, green flag, and then right after that, episode two, wait, yeah, that was 263. On 264, I had Jennifer McPherson, super duper awesome person. She's a licensed professional counselor. We had a great conversation talking about mental health. Those are two great back to back episodes. So, if you're needing that recharge or some tips or some pointers or just to kind of assess your own situation, or even if you need professional help and you're in that Philadelphia, in that Pennsylvania area, definitely want to check out episode 264. As for today, this series has been a bit more personal. So I'm going to talk more about me, but one of the things I want to review really quickly, sorry if y'all can hear my AC, it's mad hot in South Carolina right now. Like, what was the temperature? Yeah, it's 80 degrees, y'all. I can't turn the air off. Uh, this time. So y'all gonna have to deal with it. I'm sorry. Maybe next time. The green flags. So one of the things that I'm doing to recover mentally from what I went through and still going through really is, you know, looking at positive, more positive influences and looking at how the decisions I've made since the knockout have impacted my life and how well I'm actually recovering. So I've had to relocate, ended a relationship, found out things about people that I never thought before. Because sometimes when you're down and out, that's when you really find out who people are, unfortunately. Um, And sometimes, fortunately. So, you know, some people stepped up and did some really cool, unexpected things for me. And now, you know, I'm in a place where I need to get back to Rob. You know, my confidence took a, a huge blow. It did. Like, my money ain't right. Like, I don't even have my own place right now. And like some of the stuff I was getting, I started a new business. Like I had a web, well, I still got the website, business cards. I had like my my spreadsheet set up, ready to go out there prospecting and boom, it got knocked out because that business was supposed to take me to the next level financially. That that was going to be a money maker. And I was working on partnerships and deals and it just fell apart, man. So it defeated me mentally. Uh, I won't go as far as to say I was depressed. Maybe I was, maybe I wasn't. I've never been officially diagnosed with that. But I know I was feeling down. Not down like I'm going to hurt myself, but down like my confidence was low and like I don't, I just don't feel good. Like I don't like where I am. And I know that it's going to take time and patience to get back and to get better. 
But, you know, I've had some days, even this week, I've had some days, man, where I just look back and reflected on the last eight months of my life. And I'm just like, yo, this is like, this sucks. But in recovery, I had to say to myself, well, okay, you know, the things that went wrong are the things that went wrong. There's nothing you can really do about it, but, you know, assess it, see what you can do to do better and move forward. Right. So now I'm like, all right, let's focus on what's right. What what didn't you lose? What did you learn? What new opportunities have you prevented just presented to yourself? One huge opportunity. Pass the peas app. Pass the peas app. Pass the peas app. Shout out to my boy Carl Van. I am definitely uh, diving deep into Pass the Peas app. We got some great things come, going on with that. And you know me recovering from this knockout. One thing it did it slowed me down and it made me stop to reassess everything in my life. Literally everything, people, everything. And one of the things I said to myself was, yo, I need to work with people who I have meaningful relationships with. And I also need to uh, focus more, like not be so broad with what I'm doing. I do better when I have maybe three or four things on my plate at the most. So maybe I was doing too much, but I've decided to slow down and concentrate and that has been going extremely well so shout out to my boy carl man for believing in me uh giving me words of encouragement and just just being a great friend and provide me with an opportunity the other thing i did you know as part of my mental recovery which i'm still going through ties back into my physical health going back to the gym just feels good in your mind when you know i'm getting better i'm getting stronger i'm getting faster my lung capacity is going up uh my overall health is getting better that feels good knowing that my body is sore <laughs> for the right reasons you know what i'm saying that that makes a difference uh, another thing that I did was pour more into my positive relationships and the people who encourage me and the people who take the time to get to know me and accept me for who I am today. Not who I was two years ago, five years ago, six years ago, 10 years ago. I'm not that person anymore. I'm a different person. And there are people who fortunately I've grown and evolved with and I got to see them grow and they got to see me grow and we accept one another for where we are now. It's not a nostalgic relationship. It is a current up-to-date relationship because we listen and we respect one another's opinions and things like that. And we share and we're open and we're honest and all those good things. And those have been truly, truly, truly encouraging. And I want to review the green flags for the people in your life. So that's another big thing. I'm very cognizant of who's around me, who I give my energy to, who I give my time to, who I give my effort to, because I don't have time to play around. Like I'm in recovery mode. I'm trying to get back to a certain place. I don't even really know what the goal is, but all I know is enough time was wasted. Like I've missed out on enough. So green flags, their presence is is calming. They respect your opinion. They make you laugh. They listen without judgment. They are supportive. They respect your needs. They honor your boundaries. They make an effort. They make you feel valued. Episode 263, I go into deeper detail about what those mean to me. And again, episode 264 with Jennifer McPherson, licensed professional counselor. We talk more about those green flags. So if you want a deeper dive, episode 263, episode 264. But as far as me now today, I'm feeling better. 
I'm feeling better. I, I really had to, you know, for lack of a better word, I don't even want to say the word selfish, but part of self-care is setting those healthy boundaries, making sure your mental is okay. You're going to have to tell some people no, or you're going to, you may have to tell some people never again. You might have to say no to some opportunities. And, you know, I've had some people try to encourage me and say, hey, you should do this anyway. You should do that anyway. We can do this together. You can do that. But mentally, if I'm not there, it ain't, it's, no. I, there's there's certain things that I can fight through and fight for. And to be quite honest with you, if I don't want to, I'm not going to. It's not a matter of, I can do this. It's a matter of, do I want to? I'm at that phase in my life. Do I want to? If it's something for the greater good outside of me, that's different. But if it's something where it's just like, oh, we should do this. It's a great idea. I know you have this and I have this. Let's do it. Well, if I don't want to do it, I'm not going to do it. And if you take it personal, I'm sorry. But I got to focus on me right now. I got to focus on me. I got to put my energy and efforts into the things that I'm committed to already. Because I don't want those things to fall by the wayside. I've also had to really learn to relax again. Like really just Tuesday is my, um, what's the word? It's like, it's my do not disturb day. My phone is on do not, whether I'm working or not, Tuesdays are my do not disturb. Nobody can call me except for like a few emergency people like my mom and Carl Van and maybe like two other people or one other person. My phone does not ring. I don't get text messages. I don't get a bunch of emails. That is my day for me. Because every other day I'm running errands or I'm doing something for the podcast or I'm researching or applying for jobs, all kinds of stuff. So that is a day for me. I don't know if y'all have the capacity or room in your life to give yourself a day or even a few hours or a block of time. But if you can, I say do it. Even if it's do not disturb after six o'clock or seven o'clock. I have that too. After about, I think nine o'clock, my phone goes into do not disturb. So if you're not on this very, very, very short list, can't get through, can't get through. Um, so that's another thing I've been making sure that I put these boundaries in place, but that I also abide by my own boundaries. Because if you put a boundary in place and you don't abide by it, you can't expect anyone else to. Dang it. I just had a thought. I hate when that happens. Oh, my masterclass. So that feels really good. Working on this masterclass. Uh, shout out to my boy, David. What's going on? Hutch. He's been on the show. Uh, I got to do my first run of my masterclass with him and got some great feedback. That's another thing that's been helping helping me mentally is continuing to grow this podcast and to put this stuff out there. And shout out to Yolanda. Y'all go listen to Frank Factualities. She's my, my first podcast mentee. Oh. She has a great show. I love her show. I've been on her show. She'll be on my show soon. I'm going to keep bothering her to get her on here to talk about some things. But, you know, one of the things I aspire to do is uh, help others start their podcast and start it off in a strong, meaningful way so they can learn from the bumps and bruises that I had to take. And so still developing that masterclass to put that out there. My masterclass is just going to be focused on you and the foundation of your podcast. Now, your monetization, like a lot of people just say, oh, you're going to be successful. You're going to make all this money and blah, blah, blah. I can't guarantee that. Can't guarantee that. Algorithms change. The system changes. And 
there's only so much you can you can control yourself. One of the things I love about my show is I control everything. I got my own website. I don't have any deals. Everything is on me. So nobody has their claws into me. I'm not dependent on any other entity, really, other than my uh, podcast distributor. Shout out to Podbean. But that's it. Like all my content, I can put on my website, you know, and in my free social media groups. But I don't depend on them for money and things like that because they they moved the goalposts so many times i'm just like mm, i can't trust you so let's 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 control the flow of money and let's control these avenues of income so that's what i've been on uh so again a part of this mental journey too <clears throat> which is tough for some of us is to admit to ourselves and even to others if you have someone you're confiding in is when you're having a hard time pardon me i need to sip my beverage one of the things that's really been upsetting me mentally is I know my worth. I know my value. I have incredible work history. I've done real estate. I've taught. I've worked in retail. I've worked on multi-million dollar projects. I've done some great things. I have a great resume. I have a great portfolio. But I have not been, fi- been able to find a job to give me substantial income. I'm going to leave it right there. Because financial <laughs> financial care is the next episode. But mentally, when you're not making the money that you want to make and you're watching your savings account dwindle and you're like, dang, that money was supposed to be for this, 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 and this. And now I'm using it to survive. It sucks. And when you keep getting rejection emails, it sucks. Even though you've got professional resume done, professional cover letter, Editing your resume, editing the cover letter to match the job description, it sucks. And mentally, it makes you feel defeated and it makes you feel like, well, I'll speak for me. It makes me feel like, dang, like, am I not as good as I thought I was? Like, is my background and my work history not not, not it? Like, what, what, do I need a master's degree, a doctor degree? Then I had to stop and say, well, one, it is, Rob. You're good. You're good. You you think about your past experiences and who you've worked with and who you're still in touch with and places you could go back to if you wanted to. Right. That's number one. Number two is highly competitive out there. Um, And I'm in a unique situation where as a former teacher, people don't look at us in the way that I think they should. Some people think, oh, well, you were just a teacher. We had to manage products. We had to build relationships. We have to assess people. We have to be reflective learners. We have to do reviews. And like like project management and people management is 90% of being a teacher. Not to mention, unlike other professions, for those of you who don't know, in most teaching situations... You're given a little bit of training. You're given a curriculum that says, hey, your kids need to know this much by the end of the school year. Here's some software programs. Here's some few resource. Here's a few resources. Here's a completely blank and empty classroom. Good luck. Like you got to go build, literally build a classroom and build the road to lead your kids to success, to that end goal. And yes, you have coworkers you lean on and y'all can work together and build things, but it's starting from scratch. And it's like that every year. 
Some of the stuff you used last year might not work the next year. And that's a lot. Most jobs that you go to, you walk in there and stuff is already in place and you're just maintaining it. I think there are very few career fields where you're literally the room you work in, your main center. Like, could you imagine going to a plant that builds 18 wheeler tires and they say, hey, by the end of the year, y'all need to build 20,000 tires and there's nothing in that room. Like, you got to go get the parts, find the right parts, put all the parts together, figure out who can work what machines, figure out how to repair. Like, you got so much to do. You're just given... You're given the paperwork infrastructure side of things, but the the meat and potatoes you got to come up with. And I don't think that when people look at our resumes and stuff like that, they don't really get or see it. It's not just dealing with kids. Like I have to literally build an entire system of learning that is conducive to multiple mindsets. Sometimes you had like my last set of kids when I had 190 kids. Something like that, close to 100 kids. I had to accommodate all of them and make sure everyone was consistently moving forward, not to mention communication, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, said all that to say, it does make you feel undervalued in the marketplace because there's even some job descriptions that say, oh, edu- teacher experience doesn't count or excluding teacher experience. And it's like, why are you, why are you devaluing something that I did that is so important because everyone that is in a career that works for a company had to go through school, had to go through a teacher. All of y'all came through teachers. So to be blatantly devalued and see that, you know, people really don't, really don't get it. They really don't see what we do and understand what we do. And I feel like we get overlooked and it sucks. So that is another thing that kind of dinged me mentally on this. But you know what? (sighs) I had to stop, breathe. That's another thing I need to get back to is my my daily meditation with my prayer beads. Definitely pray every morning. Every morning I read my Bible. At least I read my Bible app uh, verse of the day, and I just thank God for waking me up. And then I push forward. And then I get back to one of the most important things that I have done for many, many years is concentrate on what I can control. There's a lot of stuff out of my outside of my control and it, it tears my nerves up, but um, I can't let it because I know it's outside of my control. So I leave it at that. It's outside of my control. Cool. You stay over there. Let me focus on what I can control. So as far as mental care, that's where I am today. I have good days. I have bad days, but I've been knocked down before or knocked out before, and I've gotten up. I mean, I can't remember who said this, but if you're here today, that means you sur- you have survived everything that you've been through. And I'll take it a step further. Survive- survival isn't enough. I want to thrive. I don't just want to survive. I want to thrive. And that's what I'm going to work towards, and I know it takes hard work. So your boy's going to be in the gym. Your boy will have to really fight to get this diet right. Uh, I do have a part-time job, which is dope. I got cool people that I work with that are calm, relaxed. My job is pretty easy. Pay is good. Could use some more hours, but the pay is good. So I'm just going to keep keep pushing forward. You know, Every bit of positivity I can get, I will take and I will be thankful and appreciative for. 
and I will not discount <clears throat> the right opportunities. I will sit down, I will think it through, I'll look at my life and see where I am and assess it and say, all right, is this for me right now or is this not for me right now? Whether that's a person, place, or a thing. And I'll keep it moving. That's all I can really do right now. So for you out there, take care of yourself mentally. If you're not okay, let people know you're not okay. Take a day, take a week, take an hour, take what you need to make sure you're good assess the situation and say to yourself, what can I do or what do I need to make this thing better? And take a step forward every day and work towards that. All right. And that's all I got for y'all, man. You know, take care of yourselves mentally. Take care of your mental health, man. You know, uh, fortunately, I am not to a point or in a place to where I need professional help not to say that that wouldn't be even better but i don't feel like i'm in a place like that and some people are and if that's you please reach out reach out man there's plenty of resources state resources for you check with your local state and government and see what's out there for you other than that man like i just said y'all take a step forward each day you can progress towards your goal each day take a step it don't have to be a leap it don't have to be a jump it can be a step all right until next time take care of yourselves physically mentally and financially and we'll catch you next time peace